Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principal community, it is Sherry. I hope everyone is doing well this week. I am so excited that you are joining us, and I am so thankful um, for those of you who listen to the podcast every week. If you're new, welcome, welcome. We're so excited you're joining us. You know, this is May, and we are talking all things brain health this month, if you missed last week's podcast. I am super um, excited to um, have you with us today. And I cannot wait to actually share my own story with you. You know, May is, um, if you haven't heard already, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, if you didn't catch our opening quote um, in the show notes last week, um, it read, what mental health needs is more sunlight, more candor, and more unashamed conversations. And that's Glenn Close. And I am, that's what I'm going to do today. I am going to bring my own story to the light. And just be very open and honest with you guys about my story. You know, I really didn't struggle a lot as a young girl with mental health. I know I would get a little sad sometimes, you know, typical teenager stuff, but nothing ever like really kept me there. Um, Especially, you know, around uh, that time of the month, I would get a little tired, little um, I don't know, a little withdrawn. I don't know. It was just, I was, I felt different. Um, and I remember even one time my dad came to me and he was like, Hey, are, are you okay? Like, do you need to talk to someone? And I am so thankful for a dad that would do that. And I was like, no dad, I'm good. It's just, it's just that time for me. And I'm just like, just, I'm okay. It'll be good. But you know, I'm, was very fortunate that I, never really stayed sad, never really got anxious, never really had any of those issues that, that I really remember as a young girl or, you know, and I know as a teenager, but it wasn't until I was an adult and I went through something. I was actually 37 years old and I went through a time of severe anxiety and panic attacks for months, you all for months. Um, it was a, stressful year. My oldest was a senior in high school. My grandmother had gotten very, very ill. Um, we had moved her to Kentucky. And at one point, my grandmother and my mom were even living with us so we could help take care of her. Um, we had um, opened our own new business. So I had a lot going on. And right in the center of that year, you all, I suddenly became allergic to peanuts and tree nuts. Like I'm the girl who ate peanut butter almost every day. It was a staple for me. If I didn't know what I wanted to eat, I would have a peanut butter sandwich. Like I would keep bags of mixed nuts in my purse or my work bag. You know, they were my life. Like I loved them. I grew up like going to this department store, which probably wasn't good now because it was red dye, but eating, getting warm pistachios and eating them every time we went to this department store because they had like a little snack, um, 
snack stand that you could, um, like how Target used to have, and now Target has Starbucks. But, you know, so I, I love nuts. And all of a sudden, one day we were at a friend's house for dinner, and uh, she had made some peanut butter cookies. And I grabbed one on the way out and ate it on the way home. We lived, I don't know, less than somewhere between five and 10 minutes from each other. Got home, brushed my teeth, put my PJs on, climbed into bed. And all of a sudden, I started itching uncontrollably, like, and felt really sick. I went to the bathroom, um, was trying to find some Benadryl. You all, I got sick. I was throwing up. Um, let's just say it was coming from both ends. Um, cause I want you guys to get the, the whole story here. Um, got the Benadryl in, kind of got myself together. I don't remember. I probably took like three or four Benadryl, went back to the bedroom. My husband's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, like, if I quit breathing, you need to call 911. And the next day, I was still like broke out with a horrible rash, like at one o'clock in the afternoon. And fortunately, our physician that took care of all of us, took care of our family, he and I were also friends. I knew him as a resident. So I texted him and told him what happened and that I still had a rash. And he was like, get in here now. He sent me for some allergy testing. Come to find out, I was allergic to a lot of foods that I had been eating. Um, and I had had problems with these foods in the past. Like after I had my boys, I had some allergic reactions, but it was just hives, nothing out of the, nothing abnormal. Like I took Benadryl, the hives went away. I waited a few months and I started eating those things again. Well, this allergist was like, no, you can't eat these things anymore. And I was like, but, and he was like, and no more nuts, no more tree nuts. And I'm like, I don't believe you. And he was like, well, then we'll have you come back in here one day and, um, you can eat some peanut butter or something in front of me. We'll just, we'll, we'll test it that way. And I was like, sure, because I know I'm not allergic. Like I've been eating peanuts and tree nuts my whole life. Well, in the meantime, I had stopped at Chick-fil-A. Well, I went through the drive-thru. Ate, got a little itchy. Couldn't figure out why, because I wasn't eating anything I was allergic to. And then the, a week later, I went to Chick-fil-A again, but this time I went inside and I saw underneath there was a sign that said, we cook in peanut oil. And I was like, oh, that's what happened last week. And I turned around, walked out, called the allergist and was like, okay, you're right. So I was like, like still didn't believe it. I went and got a second opinion from another allergist. They tried to say I was allergic to all these like other foods that I didn't test positive before. It was kind of crazy. So I got to this point where I was afraid to eat anything. Like I got very anxious. I, um, I pretty much lived off of Coke, eggs, saltine crackers, and water. Y'all that was it. Like I was afraid to put anything to my mouth. I would get very nervous. I would go to the grocery store and I would read everything on the labels. Um, like a couple times I would bring it home. And then before I would eat it, I would read it again. And even like after I opened a bag of chips, um, and ate some, and then I would go back to get more like a day or two later, I would read the ingredients again. Like I really let my obsessive compulsive disorder, like I always knew I liked things in order and neat, but like it was really coming out. I, um, walked out of a restaurant, you all like crying. I had ordered lasagna, but I knew that they cooked with peanut oil in the back. Like they, that's what they fried their foods in. And I got nothing fried. But when they set that lasagna in front of me, like I 
walked out of the restaurant crying and I couldn't eat. My husband had to sit there and eat alone while I sat in the car and cried. Like the anxiety that I had over eating food was like, it was, it was killing me. You all like within a month's time, I lost 20 pounds. Um, and what I didn't tell you was I ended up in the ER like about a month or so after the initial month or two after the initial thing. And I found out I was allergic with the whole Chick-fil-A story. A girl and I had um, shared a piece of dessert, wasn't supposed to have any nuts on it. I ended up in the ER um, with my throat getting a little tight and a rash. And the girl that I shared the pie with, she had a nut allergy. She ended up having an allergic reaction. And so then they, my husband called the restaurant and they said, well, typically we put nuts on that pie. And what someone did was probably get the spoon out of the nuts and put it in the chocolate chips that was sprinkled on the pie and use the same spoon and the oil and the dust. So that freaked me out, you all, that a little bit of oil and dust would make me have a reaction. And the allergist was like, okay, I don't, I'm not saying I don't want you ever not to eat out, but let's, um, be very careful. I don't want you eating things that say may contained or process in the same plant with peanuts or tree nuts. So like that, all, I forgot to add that part to the story, but fast forward, we're back to me reading everything, anxious about everything I eat, walking out of restaurants, crying. Um, I lost 20 pounds. Um, it was crazy. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night having panic attacks. I would have them in the middle of the day. I walked from my car into Walmart one day and felt like something drip on me. And I got anxious because I didn't know what touched my skin. And it was probably just a raindrop or a bird like peeing on me. And I freaked out because I didn't know what it was. Um, I would go on bike rides. And even though I wasn't going to eat anything on this bike ride, I would take my Benadryl and my EpiPens with me in my bike bag. Like I was that obsessed and worried about having an allergic reaction. My family doctor that I talked about earlier, he got really worried about me. He was like, Sherry, your OCD is like kicking in hard and this is not good. And so then he wanted to put me on a medication called Paxil and gave me the prescription I wouldn't go get it filled because I was afraid I would have an allergic reaction to the Paxil. I was told not to have coconut or sesame seeds because they were um, similar to the tree nuts. So I was reading everything. And then I found out that sodium lauryl sulfate that's like in everything, like your toothpaste um, and everything else and cosmetics um, was made from coconut. So like y'all, I quit brushing my teeth with regular toothpaste and just brush my teeth with straight baking soda for months. Like I was obsessing on this and having panic attacks and so anxious over everything that touched my skin or that I would put on my body or that I would eat. Like I was freaking out. And one day my best friend finally looked at me and she said, why are you afraid of dying? What's going on? And I, it just stopped me for a minute. And I was like, I'm, I'm good with God. I'm not afraid of dying, but like, what's going to happen to my kids? What's going to happen to my sister? Like I was worried about the boys and my sister. And I was like, what will happen to them if something happens to me? And like, we ended up, um, closing our restaurant and we ended up moving about an hour and a half away. There was, like I tell you all, it was a lot going on that year that was adding to my anxiety and my stress. And I finally um, moved 
um, when I moved, I wasn't working for a while. And so that gave me a lot of time to really dig into the word, um, to spend even a lot more time than I already was praying. I was still like reading all the things at the grocery store and still reading all the things, but I was really, really still struggling. But the more time I spent in the word, the more time I spent praying, the better I started feeling. I really, really, really clung to, and I said this last week in the podcast, I really, really clung to Psalms 34, four, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. And that was my verse. I just had to like remind myself of that. I had to read it every day. I had to think about it. I had to say it out loud. Um, it was always on that verse was always on my lips a lot. I, um, eventually started doing better. I started going back to work. I started not reading the labels as much. I, um, stopped having the panic attacks. I stopped being anxious and, um, I've come a long way. Like I am now eating things that even if they say may contain or process in the same plant, I'm eating them. Not all of them. If I'm not real familiar with the company and their regulations, I don't always, but I do a lot. Now, if it says process on the same equipment, no, I'm not going to be, um, I don't feel like that's smart, you know, so I don't do that. But if it's in the same facility, I've been eating those things. Um, I have come a long way. I have helped other people who have had these type of anxieties, um, like to share my story with them. I turned, you know, my ashes and my troubles into beauty and shared with um, several people about my anxiety and my panic attacks. And I, I can eat now in restaurants that even if they cook in peanut oil, I find something else. Um, you know, I'm still careful. I'm not reckless because I know that even touching those things, cause I found out accidentally by my coworkers eating mixed nuts out of a can and getting on the computer. And I got on the computer after them, like my hands from my fingertips to my elbows, like swelled up and I got a rash from the nut oil. So I know I have to be careful. Um, but I don't let it consume me. I don't let it take over me, but it was, it was hard. It was a hard, um, especially in the beginning, it was probably uh, the, the first six months were crazy obsessive. Um, like I said, I lived off of saltine crackers and Coke and water and eggs. And it was a huge, huge adjustment for me. There was like a lot of other stressors going on in my life that I think contributed to it. But when I finally, you know, the move was not something I wanted to do, but I knew we had to. And, but I, looking back on it now, I know that was God's way of slowing me down and making me have more time to spend with him. And I know that's what truly healed me is just talking to him more, being in my word more. Um, and I, and I know I'm not saying that's the only thing you need to do. If you need to go talk to someone, go talk to someone. If you need to take the medication, take the medication. I got myself in a place though, where it, it had to just be me and God because of the, of the way I was. Um, 
And I, you know, freaking out over taking the medication because of the allergic reaction. I am not anti-therapy. You all know that I am not anti-meds. If you need to take the meds, then take the meds. Um, the reason I wouldn't take them was because I was afraid I was, my throat would close off because I was also already allergic to a few other medications. And so it just kind of all just piled on, but I am so thankful to where I am now that, um, I don't freak out when I'm trying something new or we're going to a restaurant and that's new that I've never been to before. I make it work. I don't stress over if they're cooking in peanut oil, like I will find something if I'm going to an event and I don't know what's going to be served or if I'm going to be able to eat, I eat before I go. I don't like panic. Um, I carry my own snacks around. I, um, have learned to adapt, um, and come overcome this in so many ways, but I'm so thankful that all of the things that, you know, led up to us moving and me having more time with God back then, I wasn't happy about it. But then after you go through it and you look back, you were like, that was a lot of stress And that was a lot of heartache, but it was because you needed to put me in a place, God, where you could heal me, where I could focus on you, where I could be in my word more, where I could talk to you and have more alone time with you. And I am so thankful for that. At the time, I wasn't. I didn't want to move. I, I was sad. There was a, you know, a lot going on, Um, but I'm so thankful. And that's what I want to point out to you is when your situation is not how you want it and things aren't going the way that you want, take a step back and look at it and think, okay, how is God moving in this? How is he working in this? How is he making this for my good? Because he does not do bad things. He works all things out for our good. And that's what we have to remind ourselves. And he has made it so that I can help other people. So that now I have experienced this and it was hard, but I'm okay with it. Uh, Would I like to eat nuts again? Sure. Would I like to eat some of the other things again? Sure. But you know what? It's no big deal. At least I still have all these other things I can do and that I can eat and foods that I can enjoy. And that's okay. And I just want you to remember that, that he is always working all things out for our good, that it may not look like it, but he has a plan and his plan is always perfect and his plan is always good. So no matter what you're going through, like I was with the anxiety and the obsessive compulsive disorder and the panic attacks, he took all that and he turned it into something good. I'm able to help other people and I'm for that. I'm thankful because I, I like to help people. That is just where my heart is. I have a servant's heart and I'm thankful that he gave me that servant's heart. And I'm thankful now that I can share this experience with others. So I just want to remind you that if you are dealing with panic attacks and anxiety and obsessive compulsive disease, there is help for you. There is people you can talk to. There is medications you can take to, but also the Lord is there for you and he will guide you and he will direct you. And he will, um, if you just let him, 
He will bring you through it. And it's not blaming him. It's just saying, okay, God, you know, I, I, this, this happened and I don't know why it happened, but I know you can fix it no matter what it is. If your anxiety and um, panic attacks are because of something that someone did to you, he can bring you through it. If it's a medical thing, he can bring you through it. If it's just the way your brain is wired, he can bring you through it. He is there for you and he is working all things out for your good. And that is what you have to believe. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.